0: I'm Gungaloo Mob from central Queensland, but I grew up in Gordonvale on Yudinji land. Gordonvale is a small sugar cane town located in Far North Queensland, just south of Cairns. It's got beautiful rainforest, really good freshwater, rivers, good fishing. I had a really good childhood growing up there. I went to school there, did my primary and high school, both in Gordonvale, and was really interested in STEM from a young age. So STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering and Maths. And so as I was going through school, I really tailored a lot of my subjects and chose subjects that were STEM related. I just found science really, really engaging and really interesting to learn about doing experiments and stuff. At school, even in primary school, I remember doing some stuff in grade six. I had really great teachers and learning about that sort of stuff and seeing, doing, the, being hands-on with experiments and whatever, that really stuck with me. And so moving into high school then and being able to Pick my subjects. I picked subjects that I knew I was going to like. And I suppose science and science methodologies and that sort of thing was just something that really stuck with me. So, getting hands on, testing things out was just kind of like a, a, a normal passion for me. I'm lucky enough to have a really great support network in my family. And I was very clear to my mum from an early age that, you know, I really wanted to go to university. It was something that was just so important to me. Um, I was going to be the first person in my family to go to uni. And although that that whole concept um, might have been a bit foreign to my family, they were always just so supportive. Okay. Anything else that you... I was always a pretty average student in terms of mathematics. I can't say I had a passion for maths, but I didn't mind doing it. You know, when I transitioned into uni and I was going through engineering, that sort of maths was, was, was very heavy, um, and I definitely didn't pick it up the first go. I really struggled with my academics in engineering and especially that real technical side. But I knew that engineering was somewhere that I wanted to be in a job that I wanted to have. So I um, accessed some um, one-on-one tutoring that was available to me through the Indigenous Student Support Centre at QUT. Went to extra classes, had a really good Indigenous engineering cohort around me that really supported me and helped academically. um, Because it's not easy to get um, an engineering degree, but there is lots of support there and to help you get through. I think that STEM jobs and and what that even means, it can be difficult to see that in rural and remote communities. I know that I definitely didn't see a lot of it growing up. And I think that STEM is missing out on a whole, you know, talent pool of people that live rural and remotely just because of where they are in the world kind of thing. I know that a lot of work is going into promoting STEM in Aboriginal communities outside of the city. And that's a personal interest of mine. I'm always passionate about reaching out to young mob wherever they may be and promoting STEM and sciences because STEM is amazing and STEM is a place for everyone and especially mob and the more accessible we can make it for those people, I think the better outcomes that the industry is going to have. I think that one of the most important things that we can do if we want to get more young mob into STEM is providing real-life pathways however they may be connected so those young mob can see that there's tangible outcomes here and what they look like. And I think it's important to note that STEM doesn't just have to be a completely Western science based field. There's lots of work going into embedding Indigenous knowledges within STEM and traditional areas of STEM like science and math that mob are getting involved in. And I think that's a really good way to encourage mob getting in and creating a culturally safe space for them when they're there. Embedding Indigenous knowledge is an important part of where STEM goes in the future. There's so much going on in that Indigenous science space and I think that Indigenous science really complements Western science and there needs to be appreciation there that there is a compliment because, you know, there's no one way of working, I don't believe. I think there's lots to learn from our elders in our community and the stories that are told and passed down and and the science that is passed down from within those communities. I think that I've never had um, one experience that has been, you know, really challenging for me. I think anyone in my position, I think it can be challenging just occupying a space that is largely non-Indigenous and that can be a little bit draining. But I think that industry is starting to change and a lot of work is going into how can we, one, get more mob into STEM, but also, like, two, how do we keep them there and ensuring that our workplaces and our, our work environments are culturally safe for those people? So my company alone here at Boeing Defence Australia, we're doing some really good work with our reconciliation action plan, talking with community and bringing more mob into the business. So that's been really good. I can see that change is happening and and. It's not being forced, I don't think. Obviously, we have a long way to go before we you know, complete have a complete overhaul of that systemic change. But I think that we're on the right path. I pretty much work on anything that flies here at Boeing. Um, so planes, we also have some other autonomous technology. So what I do is I pretty much work on planes. I've been lucky enough to be accepted into Boeing Engineering Career Foundation program here, which is run out of Boeing U.S. It's a two-year rotational program, and through that program, I get to see all different parts of the business. So my um, background is in flight test engineering, and what that is is I help things to get off the ground and fly right, and make sure that they come back and land safely, and they do everything you know that we that we've designed them to do. So that's a really exciting part of engineering. As part of that role, you know, some days you might be in the office, and other days you might actually be out working with the plane or sometimes you'll be up in the air flying around and that'll be your day at work pretty much so that's pretty exciting. My current rotation uh, here in Nam Melbourne is in composites engineering and what that is is down here they make parts for some of the commercial aircraft that we have so I'm in the research and development team that's kind of just looking at new and awesome ways to sort of Make plane parts more low cost and more effective, and I suppose just better in the long run. So that's really exciting, too. I think that aerospace engineering is a very Western science, but I think that in any science, there's always opportunity where we can embed those, those indig- Indigenous knowledges that I was talking about earlier. So, on my list of to do things is to start doing some research into that space. And see, you know, how I can bring in Indigenous knowledges into my everyday role. Like I said, I think there's definitely opportunity there. I just need to sit down and, and you know, do that research and sort of evaluate the ways on which I can apply it. Using, you know, my experiences, I would love to go back to community and, and use what I've learned during university. And even here at, at work, I worked a lot with drones and drone technology and imaging of drones. And, you know, that can be applied in a community sense using drone technology to help Indigenous rangers out is something that is work that is already happening in communities around Australia, and is definitely something that I could be applying back to where I'm from. The land that rangers look after is so big, so vast, and using drones is a really cost-effective way to be able to monitor the land, monitor the animals, breeding patterns, even identifying things like um, evasive weeds, all that can be done using drone technology. So I think that there's opportunity there to, you know, come back have an education piece and build up the qualifications of the rangers back at home or of a group that's willing to learn, teach them how to use the technology and then give that technology to them for them to then use and and carry on that work, I think. That's definitely, definitely one outcome that is already being done across the country. There are lots of opportunities and I think that if people are interested in STEM and science, we really foster that interest from a young age and help those kids to flesh how that exists, I suppose, and, you know, what can they do to, to sort of support that interest. One really great thing that's happening at the moment is, you know, with it being National Science Week, there's a whole heap of events all across the country um, that are dedicated to science, really interactive, really engaging. Just accessing that, going onto the website, I think it's scienceweek.net.au. Going onto that website, finding an activity near them and just getting engaged in that way, I think is awesome. It can be very overwhelming being, um, you know, a young mob from a rural area. And if an interest of yours, it, it can be a little bit overwhelming. But I would just say that there is lots of support out there. Reach out to your teachers or your community elders or, you know, anyone that you get support from, I suppose, and just say, hey, I think I'm really interested in this. What can I do? And, They might not know, but they might know someone else who might be able to help. When I was leaving high school and it was coming to trying to pick what I was going to do for university, I had to do all that work by myself. And I just, you know, had to go in and Google and I was Googling the most basic questions. But it is difficult, but it's very well rewarding. I think having a life in STEM, honestly, I couldn't talk more positively about it.